What is going on, people? It's the Fly Life Podcast, and I'm your host, Martin Novak. This week, I have Albert Cruz on, a.k.a. Just Cruz. He's the guy behind Quad X Clothing, which is an FPV apparel brand. I don't, I'm pretty sure most of you guys have heard of it. I did the giveaway on here last month, and then I post about Quad X all the time. I love their t-shirts. So I wanted to have him on to talk about his start in FPV, um, the story behind Quad X, how he runs it, what goes on there. But I also wanted to have him on because he's an entrepreneur. He owns a couple of businesses. Um, he's kind of got this crush it mentality. And I think that relates a lot to FPV right now and how people can stand out from the rest of the masses. So we don't talk a whole lot about FPV stuff, but we talk a lot about things that relate to FPV, especially if you're trying to take it a bit more seriously or, you know, kind of get more followers or whatever. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And before we get into it, this episode is sponsored by Real Steady. You guys know that I love Real Steady. It's an awesome product, especially since the advent of Real Steady Go. So now you can use code FLYLIFE at checkout to get $5 off Real Steady Go. If you've been thinking about getting it, use this as your jumping off point. I highly recommend it, and I'll be making a video about Real Steady and my Cinewhoop setup. Uh, I'm going to record it later today, and it'll be out next week. So make sure you go check out realsteady.com and use code FLYLIFE for 5 bucks off. Enjoy the episode, and as always, see you next week. You reached out to me originally about Quad X clothing and seeing if I'd want some t-shirts, which I was pleasantly surprised by because I think the FPV clothing apparel area was kind of lacking and yours was one of the first brands that stood out to me. But before we get into your whole FPV story, tell me a bit about yourself. Like, what do you do? Where do you come from? That kind of spiel. Okay. Um, I'm originally from from Puerto Rico and uh, the Dominican Republic. Uh, my mom moved here to the United States um, when we were kids, and uh, that's pretty much it with that. But um, <laughs> um, different companies, that, uh, different companies that I have, um, I have, I have the Quad X. Um, I have the, I have, I have my side hustles that I do on the side too. Um, I also, you know, fix fix the drones. Um, I do. I have another company that does IT work and IT support for a lot of uh, corporate corporate companies and and uh, and uh, banks and stuff like that. Um, and uh, just short of right now, right now, getting ready to jump into the to the real estate side, uh, flipping and uh, doing all the wholesale fun stuff. Dang. Um, and did you yeah. like get on the track of? diversifying your bonds earlier like did you come out of high school and go to school for like business or anything or did you just roll into work no i did not actually i actually was um i actually was not one of those kids that uh you would have expected to go this route i uh i was uh heavily into um i guess you could say like gang activity growing up you know and uh and uh doing a lot of stuff that I, your parents would not be proud of you doing, you know. So um, I did not learn this by any means. In school, I think uh, schools don't do a really good job with uh, preparing, you know, that this generation or any, really. It's the only institution that has not changed, you know, ever since it started. So, um, so I did not learn this in school. I actually learned this um, after, the, after I got out of the military. Um, I... I decided to go back to IT and I, you know, went that route and 
when I when I when, when I got to the system administrative level here in Texas, uh, um, I kind of lost passion for it, you know, mm-hmm. and I I found myself trying to open up my own thing, you know, and as I was as I was um, lateraling over and uh, trying to figure out a way to make this work, I picked up a little side job doing pizzas. You know, doing pizzas and uh, delivering them, and that's how I got introduced into the FPV. That's pretty random. Yeah, elaborate that was, on that, that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. that it, it was actually kind of cool, man. And uh, the guy actually became my partner. Uh, he's my partner right now. His name is uh, Alan Curtis. Uh, he goes by Stacks. Um, and um, he was he 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 was my boss while I was delivering pizzas and. Um, I remember he first started with the Inductrix, flying that sucker around, uh, you know, like the pizzeria. And I'm like, wow, this thing's pretty cool. He started doing the whole Latrax. And one day he comes by with the Latrax and the Inductrix pasted together. And, you know, he's using one to fly the other, you know. And I'm like, what in the world is he doing now? Like, this is just out of it, you know. And... I that it, it was it was basically close to like where where my company started to take off. So I was like, "Hey, dude, thank you for the opportunity. You guys are awesome. I have to go," and I left. You know, but one day I was in the area and visiting, and you know, I, I was like, "Hey, let me pass by the pizzeria real quick." And this guy was ripping a five inch in the back, and I had never heard a sound like that in my life, and never seen a object you know that you can control move like that, and, I, and that just intrigued me because. I always wanted, you know, to fly as a kid and, you know, aerial has always been, you know, my thing, you know. So when I start to go and uh, actually get into it, you know, he basically, um, I remember one day he, he's like, he's like, hey, do you really like this sport? And I said, yeah, man, I really like it. And he goes, all right, go up the street and uh, go get a frame. And I got your back. And I was like, all right, cool. And then 15 minutes later, I came back with a schizo dark matter frame and it was over. Yeah, where the hell do you live that that's up the street? Uh, I I live in I live in Texas, and uh, actually, there's a place called Arrow Hobbies over here. Shout out to them, man! They got everything. So when I went over there, I was like, "Hey, man, you know, I need to get a frame like right now." It's like, "What do you want?" I was like, five inch." You know, he's like, "Well, I got these," and that schizo one just stood out, and I was like, "Whoa, let me get that." And we built it that night, and. I remember the next day I was already I, I like I I don't think I even tried you know level or, or horizon I was straight acrobat out the door breaking legs like it was nothing smart you know? man yeah <laughs> I, I got it all for free so you know <laughs> yeah I mean, basically almost you know on a couple of fronts like I mean that's a that's probably one of the cooler backstories I've heard of how to get into FPV but it's also cool that you live um, by a place that sells FPV gear like I know there's a few around the country but for most of us it's like always an online purchase you know you can't yeah, just go and in it wasn't and check like it out. that yeah and it wasn't like that you know straight out the get because yeah we had to depend on Amazon and all that stuff when we first started you know um, yeah. we started in 15 or 16 I think it was and there was not you know that many little shops around so and yeah, then uh, broke something yeah um and then backtracking a bit you said um like youth gang-like activity and then the military which i feel like is a stark contrast of events did you like decide at one point hey i think i should you know whatever yeah. decide to join the military 
No, actually, no. That was an act, that 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 was an act of God, as I say, because that was an intervention. My brother um, was a recruiter, and ah, I don't even know because I because it's because it's all a blur to me. But he's like, "Hey, man, you're not doing good. Um, I got this route, and it was to me it was the only way of you know, I, you know, I, I I I had I had graduated from high school and everything, but after that, I was like, "What do I do now?" You know. So um, when I heard that opportunity, I was like, "All right, let's do it." You know. And I and I left. Hell yeah! I'm Grant, sure. I mean, obviously Grant, it was a good thing, but I'm sure it was like, um, like it's just super positive. And like, if you're not, if you don't know what you're gonna do, and you get this like immediate structure and like a goal based yeah, kind of setting. Definitely. Shout out to the Air Force. Um, they were awesome. Uh, so that's yeah. awesome, Secu- dude. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, like now that you're in, you know, like on your own doing your businesses and side hustles and whatnot, that that time in the military like taught you a lot about like discipline and just kind of living your life on a daily basis proper. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. All day. That's awesome. Sweet yeah. man. Those... Um, so then going from go- going up the street to get a schizo frame, um, and building your first quad, what year was that? How long ago? God, I want to say it was 16. I don't want to lie, but I think it was 16. Um, 16, right? 16 or 15, one of those two. Um, yeah, that would make sense with the dark and, matter frame too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and how did it go? You said, yeah. Like what, uh, like how to keep going after that? You get your first frame, you start flying it, and then what, what like spawns my... the idea of like, Hey, we should figure out a way to monetize this somehow. Okay. Well, I, that actually came after, after hurricane Harvey, uh, me and my, you know, we went out there to go do search and rescue and stuff like that. And um, uh, when I came back, Stax again um, had a, you know had another surprise for me on a table. It was a MQC Ladrib Fusion, fully you know fully built with um, uh, I think at that time was Hype Trains and um, you know Beta Flight F4. I mean it was I mean it was the works you know what I mean and I was like wow man you know and uh, he just did it out of you know out of his heart after I came back you know from Harvey and um, I remember one day we were repairing them and I was like dude like we're the only ones in this area that like are flying right man and there's other people that I guarantee you need help on their drones you know and I don't see us but me you know our idea and some other guy way across on the other side of the city i'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind us popping up you know what i mean yeah and um my business you know like i had already started quad x and i had already started several other companies way before that you know even in miami i was already opening up companies once i got out the military so like that wasn't by far my first company so you know and it's not my only ones like it's the only three that i talk about but i have other ones for other reasons you know so um but um you know, immediately I'm like, hey, let's, you know, let's try this out. You know, I need an office anyways, you know, from, you know, for the rest of my stuff. So we might as well get one because nobody's going to trust you to drop off a drone and just be like, hey, fix my junk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that too, because I was checking out your Quad X Facebook page and like the picture of the office just adds like an official vibe. I was like, oh, damn, they got an office, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I've seen some pretty decent sized shops run out of a basement. So, yeah, man. So, um, I I literally found this one in I think a day or two and I was like let's do it you know the rent was like super dirt cheap and it's a beautiful place you know 
let's do it. And we did it. We jumped off the, you know, we jumped off the cliff or actually stacks it because I was already off the cliff, you know. Yeah. And I'm always trying to bring people like off, you know, like, hey, leave that, you know, if that's not what you love, come to my, you know, come to your side actually because, you know, do what you love, you know. Yeah. So, I feel that. Yeah. Um, and we jumped off and we've been here ever since. I mean, and then it led into, hey, cruise, you know, you can draw, you know. And we love drones. Let's make shirts, you know. And I'm like, yeah, because we were already making shirts for the Grom squads out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, we, you know, riding Groms and stuff like that. We were already, you know, designing shirts and stuff like that for Groms. So we were like, man, why don't we do it for drones? And then when I looked, I was like, my gosh, you know, there's nothing out there. <laughs> nothing. It's all just like, um, you know, like afterthoughts of companies. Like you can get like X Hover t-shirts and whatnot, but they're not. Yeah. They're not like stylish. They're just like the logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you know there there's some other companies out there that have had some pretty cool designs. But I came from a skate and surf background and stuff like that, and you know, Billabong, Rusty, all those big brands were my thing. You know, uh, Dollhouse and stuff like that. So I was like, man, I was a huge you know graphic t-shirt guy, and I was like, man, that'd be cool if I could do that for the drone industry, which I love. You know, I've literally jumped off the cliff for the drones right now. Yeah, and then when you so when you started Quad X, um, did it originally start out as like a quad build and repair kind of thing, and then morph into also t-shirts? Nope, Quad X was a t-shirt company from the beginning. Uh, my my drone repair company is called the Drone Repair Shop, so I kind of makes sense. Know, I, <laughs> I separated them. Yeah. So Quad X, when it came out, it was like a spinoff of SpaceX. You know, I mean, I. I'm telling you, like everything, space and aerial has always been on my mind. So, you know, when I when I thought about Quad X and the logo and all that stuff and how I, you know, how, you know how I came together so fast, I was like, well, this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we'll start off in T-shirts and end up in some type of you know development later on. But you know, you know, we got to work our way to that. And then, do you like? Obviously, I know you design the shirts, but do you print them yourself too? No, I don't. Um, I I actually um, have a merch account with Amazon, so I upload all my designs and stuff, and and I feature them. And then whenever you purchase them, you purchase them right off of Amazon. It's it's secured, SSL encrypted. You know, it's not going to get hacked like all these other little T-shirt sites. I'm yeah, not trying to bug out on them because I'm pretty sure that they have a pretty good security. But no, but it's even like phone. in your in your Insta profile is like secure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, prime delivery. I mean, you, I mean, I can't beat that right now. The only thing is that, like, in the beginning, I was so excited and I was like, "Hey guys, you know," and I was reaching out to some people that were like out of the United States, and I didn't realize that Amazon didn't ship there yet. Come on, Bezos. So now I'm trying to figure out how to get their shit there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, "Sorry, guys. It's like I know it's five months, but is it DHL or UPS, you guys?" <laughs> yeah, depending on what continent, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we decided to specifically use DHL because they support drones. And we're like, you know what? If it gets to that part of the country and DHL is there, then we're using DHL. That's a good first. point, actually, with all the – what is it? They sponsored DR1 or whatever. Is it DR1? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You betcha. So that's so. a good good moral move right there. Support the people that support. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I started, I mean, when you reached out to me, I noticed it, but like you were saying like Billabong and Rusty and like all those brands, like I think your t-shirt brand really comes across like that. Like to me, it seemed like like a graphic t-shirt company that makes drone t-shirts, not a drone company that makes t-shirts, you know? 
Yeah. Like that's that, what I wanted to do. Yeah, that came across pretty clear. Um, and then, so what about the other, the, the drone repair shop? Like, do you do, um, just like, uh, FPV stuff or do you do like Mavics and the DJI lineup or? Uh, we do all of them. We do the Mavics. We do the, we do the freestyles. We do the micros. Um, today actually, which is funny, you said that I had a customer come in with a sharper image, oh, with, with a sharper image drone and you know, we don't work on these guys normally, but, you know, he's so enthusiastic and, you know, just another FPV, per, you know, person from the community. And I'm just like, all right, we'll figure it out, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, just drop it off. We'll figure so, this out. Yeah, just drop it off. We'll figure this guy out. But, yeah, um, we do a lot of um, a lot of uh, police and fire around here. And, yeah. Just That's about anything that walks into the door. I mean, I, I have a Walkera 250 here sitting right here looking at me. The OG. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah I do. The OG. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I, the guy wants me to put it back together and make it work. That's pretty cool. Is that like a, is that a pretty, um, I mean, it's drones. So I can't imagine it's like crazy lucrative, but I guess consistent is the word. Like, do you get a consistent amount of work through that avenue? I want to say yeah and no. Because it also depends on like what time of year it is. So yeah, oh, that's in a good the summertime. Point. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But then that's why I have different streams. So I'm pushing and pulling from different, you know, in different times of the year. Other come, you know, my my other hustles are picking up, and other ones are slowing down. So yeah, you got to yeah. have like a like a drone repair shop and like a ski clothing company. That'd be like a great balance. Skis. <laughs> 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 Um, and then you know like i know you're into the fpv stuff and like that's how we got in contact but like something like i've been really curious about and i know you're into is like this whole avenue of like being an entrepreneur flipping products and like what i um maybe it's close-minded but what i call like the gary v kind of ethos on life where you know like there's money out there to be made you just got to go out there and get it Yes, there's plenty of money out there to be made. You just got to go out there and get it. Yep. You said it. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, yeah, which is like something I really want to like dive into on this podcast to kind of make it the theme of like what was your introduction to like selling shit on eBay and like going to find products that you can flip for a higher um, amount or like retail arbitrage, arbitrage and stuff like that. Where did that all come from? That came from researching other hustles, really. Um, <laughs> you know, when you go to YouTube, they te- the, you know they they do a good job of uh, curating other stuff to have to do with you know whatever you're searching. So I was looking for uh, wholesale flipping homes and retail arbitrage. You know, was there hanging on the side all, always? You know, and to me. Every time I saw those videos, I was kind of, I was, I was honestly kind of standoffish at first because I was like, "Whoa, that's way too much for me right now." I like the, you know, I like stuff that's right, easy. I don't want to say easy because there's nothing easy about this life, um, but the stuff that's more that you can start start to do like tomorrow almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just like that. I'm a go getter. I like to start. Bam, let's do it. But this was something more that you had to like set up and. Uh, really kind of sit down and try to understand it 
and it didn't take long, you know, for me to maybe let a video run a little bit too long, and I and and I was caught by it, and that's where it led to the next video, and then just let it run and run and run and run, and, and I was like, okay, I like this, I like this idea, you know, I, um, I'm a, you know, working with numbers and stuff like that. Um, when you start to see these numbers and uh, comparable to real estate, you're like, woof. I mean, real estate. You know, you'll never, you'll never amount to the prices in real estate, but the percent returns, you'll, yeah. you'll smack them in the face every day. You know, so um, when I saw that, I was like, man, if you can scale this out and actually, uh, you, um, you know, when you get to the level of, you know, putting VAs in place and stuff like that, if you can figure out a way to get to that level, well, man, this is a moving machine that you just have to stay on top of, it, and that's it. And so what was your, um, like track record or path, um, getting to that? Like, what's the first thing you ever flipped on eBay or anything like that? Uh, the first thing I ever flipped, honestly, were, uh, what was the first thing we flipped? I mean, the first thing we flipped were pallets that we got. I mean, cause we, we started to do, uh, liquidation and stuff. So, um, the first, the first stuff that we sold on, on eBay, I want to say were speakers and, and, uh, Bluetooth headphones and stuff like that that we got. And man, they, they, they just flipped overnight. We doubled our money and we were like, oh my gosh, you know, like this was way too fast. Going back to the gang affiliated days, Going, just, just turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say, I was like, man, no wonder the teacher said stick to the books because the books are making money. Like, oh my God. And uh, you know, using u- using other software that we have, like Scout IQ and stuff like that, and Jungle Scout. Uh, shout out to Jungle Scout, man! They're they're amazing software. Uh, lets you find books that have profit. You know, I mean, Scout IQ. Sorry, Jungle Scout. I use it for you know for finding niches and stuff like that. But my Scout IQ, that's the one that I'm like literally walking into. Like, I don't care where it is, bookstore. I mean, if I find somebody on Facebook, I'll go to their house and literally start scanning them in front of their face. Like, deet, deet, deet. I'm not buying, so it says ding. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, my you know my phone's my handy dandy tool. And then, like, whenever I go to Goodwills, uh, my eBay is my tool. That's what I use to scan everything in there, and that'll tell me immediately how much of my profit is, whether it's selling, you know, when the last time you know a sale even closed. Because you could think it's cool, but if it's not selling, don't touch it. You know what I mean? Do you, um, like when you go into a Goodwill or something, do you have, like, do you just play it straight in the moment, scan and stuff? Or do you sometimes have, like, a rough idea? You're like, okay, Lion King movie's coming out, Lion King stuff might be hot, new Pokemon movie. Like, do you have those kind of preconceived notions, or do you just go straight off of what the data says? I go straight off of what I already know, but I have my eyes open, you know, um, for other things, like the other day, I found those Grinch mugs and the Disney mug and stuff, and I wasn't even looking for that. I was, you know, I went in to look for books, and I remembered Mug Life for some reason. Mug Life, and, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't even know why I remembered that, but I was like, oh, crap, the mugs. So I went to the mugs, and I was like, oh, wow, look at this, you know, four bucks. And I spent, literally, it was less than four bucks. It was like 89 cents each, so um, plus tax, almost there. But yeah. flipping them each for $25, $27, just because, of, you know, they're... Grinch mugs and Disney mugs, you know? Yeah, it's crazy so. to me, like, um, like I'm sure you felt the same way, but it's crazy to me that there's people out there buying this shit. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, like, we're into, like, FPV and, like, all these kinds of, 
like, I don't know, crazier things, but it's crazy to me that someone's out there just like scanning eBay for Grinch mugs. Like I, I haven't gone like this deep, not even close, but like I had a garage full of stuff and I was like, all right, let me just see what I can get for this. Some, some of these things. And I was like, you know, like 15 page Lion King, um, picture book, like sold for 16 bucks. And I'm like, and it was like a, 15 year old book and I'm like who's on the other end of this transaction like I just want to meet this person and hear what they were thinking on the day of purchase you know oh yeah just the other day somebody bought a heater from me and I was like what are you doing we're in Texas middle of June and she and it was one of those eBay sales that you do like pick up also and so she was local she comes in she's like oh my god thank you so much I'm freezing and I'm like what it's <laughs> like, so, like a yeah. heart problem. <laughs> you might want to go to a doctor, lady. <laughs> so yeah, people do buy some really weird stuff. Do you have um like on that front? Do you have um like things that your store is more known for, like on eBay and stuff, or do you just go for anything and everything? Uh, anything and everything. Now, do I recommend, yeah, if you like shoes, stick to the shoes, study the shoes, learn the shoes, you know what I mean, and get really good at it to a point where, you know, whenever you go out, you're you're just constantly, you know, finding shoes, you know what I mean? But if you're good at, you know, something else, then, you know, stick to that. But I never, I I go for anything that says profit on it at this point. Yeah. And do you feel like with a lot of that stuff, um, you know, like sometimes I think like when the YouTube ads come on for like people that do this stuff, it's it's like pitched as like a quick turnaround. Is some of this stuff like more of a long game? Like the thing I think of is like Gary Vee had like that eBay series where he was just going to garage sales and finding stuff and he definitely made a good amount of money, but it wasn't like the next week, like some of this stuff sold like 30 days later, um, you know, like that kind of stuff. Do you deal with that too? Yeah, definitely. And um, I, it's it's good that you mentioned that because um, I stand with Gary and say that they're dirtbags, you know what I mean, for doing what they do because they don't really ever show you like the actual step by step. Like they'll just show you like, oh, wow, look, I'm doing it, you know, and they don't really tell you that this stuff. It it's not a it's not the it's like I tell everybody, it's not the end all. You know, what I mean, this is this this should be something that should elevate you to another type of flip. You know, what I mean, you could stick here. I mean, that's fine. I met a guy the other day at, at a Goodwill. He was he was an older man, and he said for thirty years he's he's been doing records, records, tapes, and what else did he say? Records, tapes, and now he said books. So I mean, can you do it and you know get by? Yeah, but to me and the way that I jumped in, this is this is something that I'm gonna eventually one day maybe leave behind you know and of course you know teach people because it because it is a very good avenue for you to get out of any financial you know rut or a situation that you don't want to be in you know what i mean and that's what we try to advocate in this it's not about the oh man look at you know look at all this that we did it's 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 more of the like hey you can do this if you have a situation you know what i mean you don't have to go and and go spend your last 15 dollars and then call it quits because you're depressed or whatever, you know, like get that $15, go look for a deal, flip that sucker once, you know what I mean? If that's what it takes, but keep, 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 you know, like I say, stick to the script, you know what I mean? You'll always hear me say that, stick to the script. You always have to have someone on the team that is reminding the whole entire team where we're going, so. Yeah, and it's like, like you said, it's like the essence of the flip, right? Like it's like that trade a paper flip, or a paperclip for a car in the long run, like you just kind of use it to get you to the next tax bracket, a flip and the next tax bracket. And then, you know, like for you, like the record guys, 
doing what he does, but like if you're trying to get the snowball, it's like a good launch platform. Yeah. And I'm not saying that everyone that makes these videos are, you know, dirtbags or whatever, but like you have to understand that I run into these videos left and right that promise these things to people and then they get caught up. You know what I mean? Well, that's the problem too. Is like you watch like one Gary V video or something, and then like the ads that are associated with that um, just keep rolling. Yeah, in. Like you're kind of stuck mm-hmm. in that ad train. Yeah, but even he'll say it himself, and other people that flip because you know him and like let's say uh, Jake Diego and Mark Stard and uh, Jay Hustles and stuff like that. They'll tell you, you know. I mean, you know, it's 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 something that takes time, you know, and you and you got to keep going because the day that you stop is the first day of nonprofit on the other end. That's the way you got to think of it. So if you've been hustling and you got enough hustle for the next 30 days, if you stop tomorrow, that 31st day, you cannot be expecting any type of income new. It's just going to be whatever you've already hustled, you know, but you got to think of it like that. So every day we're out there grinding. Yeah. Do you feel like you? You know, like if you have this like entrepreneurial spirit, do you feel like you almost get like addicted to it? Like seeing the numbers, seeing the growth, like you gotta, you feel like you just got to keep feeding it. Definitely. Definitely. Once you start to see that baby grow, it's, it's just addicting, you know? Yeah. What would, yeah, go ahead. And then you get to see like, uh, you know, like the potential of where it can go, the people that you can affect, you know, and like, you don't want to stop because you're like, that's. You know, there's people that are going to be involved in this that might, you know, go somewhere because of it. So, yeah. Um, do you, or that's, that's what I was going to ask. Um, what do you think of all the Ty Lopez ads? I know it's not flipping stuff, but man, I feel like every three months he just drops like the heaviest marketing campaign. What's oh, your him, honest like, opinion? Uh, they're they're just doing what they do, man. They're trying to they're 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 trying to keep that you know keep that flow coming in. Um, you can't like it's like I said, you can't knock anybody's hustle at all. I like what they're doing, and I hope to one day you know be able to help as many people as they've helped. Um, we we tend to we tend to fall into you know like the whole like um, maybe uh, I guess you could say like. Um, wondering you know like you know what exactly it is that they're trying to get to and stuff like that but um their hustles are different you know like they're trying to teach massive amount of people real fast you know so yeah they're gonna they're they're, like they're gonna do some major marketing major 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 heavy yeah heavy heavy marketing but um that's what they do tony robbins and you know grant and um, um big mike or what's his name i mean that's what they do yeah, we live in a weird time of like, like you were mentioning college earlier and like teaching people stuff in school. Like we live in an interesting time where like you, your next big thing could just pop up in a YouTube ad, you know, like it, 95% of the time it's like disingenuine people that paid for the space. But like I used to have my opinions about Ty Lopez, but then uh, the YouTuber Cody Co did like a roast of him and he took it really well and invited him to his house and I always think of that as like a good sign, you know, like someone that's willing to like level with what's being said about them in like the humorous ways. Um, so I gain oh, a lot of, of respect for him. But yeah, it's just a weird time, man. Like the, like like the money thing. Like if you want the money or the knowledge, it's out there. But you just got to go get it. Mm-hmm. Now I do want to say is that um, there is a huge market in teaching right now, and you know it's a multi-billion a day, you know, market. 
you know, so it, it is where everything is moving to right now, you know. What are you think? What do you think are like some of the things that people maybe don't realize, um, like going into this avenue? Like, obviously, it's probably more work than people expect because it's like self motivated work. So no one's going to tell you like, hey, you got to be here at nine and clock in. Like, you just got to get up and do it. Um, but what are the, some of the things that you think maybe aren't mentioned as much um, in some of these videos and stuff? Uh, that it's a very lonely walk. You know, um, not a lot of people are doing this. So whenever you have questions and issues, you're going to find out real quick that you don't really have that many people to ask questions for. So that's one thing that I see immediately off the bat that people don't mention, that you have to let them know, like, hey, by the way, day one, if you have a question, you better know how to answer that question or look for the answer, you know, because it's not like, hey, you can call, you know, Johnny. Johnny's at work right now. You can't be bothering him right now. You know what I'm saying? So, um you know, things like that, things like um, um, who who it is that you're going to bring on. Are partnerships really, you know, really what you want? You know, um, are, uh, oh, man, there, there's 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 a lot of things. Um, who who your real supporters are. I mean, I see a lot of guys who, and I say guys because I deal with, you know, with a couple of guys that have started their companies, but it can go both ways where, they miss the fact that you know they have a support system like their wife next to them that could help them out and they completely miss it and they want to do it on their own and push hard and all this stuff and you know the wife or the husband is knocking on the door like hey i can help you you know like let me help you out with this and i kind of fell into that in the beginning too you know not knowing you know like because you don't want to put it on them you're like no this is my thing and if i fail you then then then, then I don't want you to feel like you failed with me, you know, like like I started this, you know. So I guess out of a way of protecting and stuff like that, I kind of fell into that too. So yeah, they don't mention a lot of things, you know what I mean? But thank God I have a I have a very 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 supportive wife and and even my kids. My kids will tell me like, hey dad, like you're killing it, and I'm like, wow. You're like nuts, <laughs> pound it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, well, okay, I'm up, I'm up. Let's go. <laughs> um, like, what kind of stuff? Um, like after you had that realization, what kind of stuff did your wife start helping you out with, or like, what value does she bring to it? Oh man, like, I was picking up the phone on every phone call and trying to trying to work my company and trying to answer emails and trying to design and trying to. I mean, so even just picking up the phone call and saying. You know, you know, saying the whole spiel and like taking those phone calls and taking messages and calling back and asking for reviews. I had like so much work here that I had done already. I, and, I, and, and, you know, because I'm hustling left and right, you kind of forget sometimes. And I'm like, whoa, I forgot to go back and ask those 35 people this month, you know, for reviews, you know, that could potentially help us and keep us in the forefront, you know, whenever people Google. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Man, she's helped a lot. You know, a lot of things that people pay VAs for right now, I'm having, I'm saving a little bit of money right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's because also, um, you know, she, I was able to get to a point where I told her to quit her job and, you know, she homeschools all the five kids on, on, homeschools five kids. Get that woman a medal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She deserves it. (laughs) Yeah. That's burly, man. That's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Let's take a break to thank this week's mid-roll sponsor.
Yeah, like, and on the, you know, like, I think, like, uh, to link it back to FPV, um, you know, you got this, like, hustle mindset, and you're out there grinding, um, and then you're also tapped into this FPV um, ecosystem. Do you think there's, like, people in FPV and parts of it that could learn from this kind of mindset? And if so, how so? Oh, my God, yes. Um, we talk about it all the time, how this this hobby's not cheap. You know, what I mean, I think the first year or so, I was I was already up 10k, and that was because my wife told me, and I was like, yeah, right. She pulled out the bank accounts, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Every time a new VTX came out, we were out, or a new camera, or new this, you know, and so um, it's not a cheap um, uh, hobby, and I see a lot of guys chasing sponsorships, and they're not getting it, and they're getting frustrated, and this and that, and I'm like, well, how about you go do something about it, you know, and sponsor yourself, and get up there and go buy yours and then you show up to these things and they're going to be like, how'd you get here? You know, what, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the American thing, you know? dream. That's how I got here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I, I honestly think, yeah, man, anybody can do it. Any of the FPV pilots. And I would love to train FPV pilots, you know, how to do this stuff, you know, because it's super simple. It's not that hard. You just gotta, you just gotta try it again and do it again and do it again. And, you know, one day, you know, some days you get, punched in the face but you get up the next day and keep on going you know yeah and i think that's you know not circumstantial to just this lifestyle that's like life in general some days you just get punched in the face oh yeah yeah but that's what i mean you know the thing is that when you're when you're on that you know like i say like on the schedule that nine to five and you get punched in the face i think i you know when i was you know i i can handle those a lot easier than i can when when you're on this side of the fence and you know, you're not, you're not, you're not getting paid every other Friday like everybody else. You're hustling, so. Yeah, it's uh, it, like it was a weird transition for me. Like this was the summer that I decided to quit my day job and move to a place with a cheap cost of living and just focus on drones full time. And so far, it's been great. But like taking away that, like, oh yeah, I get paid next Friday and I know exactly how much it is, and like getting rid of that is kind of like a whole different level of stress. Just different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do want to um, congratulate uh, you on that officially. You know what I mean? Like, that's, to me, when I saw it, I was like, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? No matter, you know, no, no matter what it takes. And sometimes it takes getting up and moving. Like, people don't, people don't know that before 2012, I was living in Florida. I was in Miami. Like, we picked up and left. Yeah, Everything. what was what was the like what was the rooted reason for the move? Same thing, like cost of living, just a different place or Yeah, it, yeah, it was that. It was cost of living. I saw a huge opportunity here in Texas, you know, and like my wife got a job overnight and we were and man, I I have so much experience with IT and and computers and servers and I mean like I mean I mean extensive and I was working a security job because I couldn't find anything. It was like so flooded. You know Miami. It was difficult, so hard. And uh, I remember one day we were like, "Well, let's try it out." And, and uh, I mean, she applied, and the next day, bam. And, and then I was like, "Oh man, that means I got to get something quick." So, <laughs> so I I applied, and boom, the next day, hey, you want to do a Skype interview? And, and I was like, "Well, I never thought I'd be the guy wearing the suit and the shorts." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty much how it went, you know. And we were in Texas in less than thirty days or forty-five days after that. Yeah, I'm sure that felt um, like it did for Brandy and I too. Like it was like 
all leading up to it it was craziness and then like two weeks after it like finally set in we were like holy shit we're like we're here this is actually this actually happened it's like a whirlwind for a bit and then you settle in um and then it's amazing and then it's amazing yeah on the on the business like ebay flipping front have you had any like major um like products you found that ended up just being like flops uh i don't want to say flop but i do want to say like i had these bluetooth headsets here recently that i bought uh with my partner uh the stacks is you know he's also my investment partner you know when it comes to flipping so um it 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 does make your investments a lot cheaper when you bring somebody in but as long as you guys really are on the same page then i then i think partnerships work besides that i'm I, i i honestly don't don't like to but um yeah we had those speakers and uh uh, i because of the color and because of you know the type that it was i was like man we're gonna flip these awesome quick you know and i priced them at you know at at a certain price and man we sat on them for like it's been like it was man like two and a half months till recently to my you know till stacks was like man let's just cut it down and take double on it and and call it a day yeah. so it wasn't really like a you know a flop but it, you know it took forever you know compared to my other ones you know but just recently we found a router you know that didn't cost me but anything to get and i i actually you know when i got it, i didn't even know what i got you know i just figured router it looked new in the box you know the guy selling it for dirt cheap might as well buy it and see if i can flip it well when i get to the office the freaking router was like 300 and something dollars and i'm like oh my god El so we Dorado. listed it and within a week done done deal within a week sold and i was like wow yeah, here we that, go that's epic um yeah so i was gonna ask too is like what are some of your best items that like that obviously answers one of them like something you found that then later on you're just like oh crap this is way more than i expected yeah, those right there. And then um, we got storage units one time and these two storage units and, uh, you know, a bunch of toner in there that I was just throwing, tossing to the right, like, oh, whatever toner, you know, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. And then I go to Google the toners and they're like in, in the hundreds. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Brother toners are pretty expensive. Yeah. You have to have like such a obscure wealth of knowledge about random products going through this <laughs> yeah <laughs> like toner you end routers, up bluetooth headsets like that all those things are already <laughs> random yeah you pass by the store like my wife she's like get some more uh she's like hey is that another deal of the yardly soaps and i was like no we got enough and she's like oh well how'd you know like, right, don't worry about it <laughs> yeah do you so like it's like it's like girl soaps how'd you know we have enough <laughs> yeah, yeah do you like when i started flying fpv you know like now i can't drive down the road and look at spots in the same way do you kind of have the same thing um like walking through stores and stuff like are you always on the lookout like things are catching your eye and you're like getting your wheels turning yes yeah and sometimes i have to calm myself down because i'll you know i'll put it in the cart you know before i can even realize that if there's profit or not you know just because i'm like oh man this is all I, I would buy it you know yeah so but yeah um i do go into stores now with you know with with certain intentions you know like most of the Goodwills that I go to, I'm running to the book section ASAP, you know, because I want to hit up all those books. Yeah, and it's like and when, then, when you deal with stuff like that too, do you look at, you know, like books are great because they're like 
they're cheap to ship um you know like furniture is higher dollar but it'd be an arm and a leg to get it across the country like do you kind of look at that value too yep yep uh to to a certain extent you know i i try not to get huge huge items either but um to a certain extent i uh, because the thing is that on ebay and like let's say offer up they'll they'll push the shipping onto the customer but like if I see it's too big, I don't want to push a huge shipping on them, you know, because I know that'll probably stunt the sale or something, you know, and I'm like, no, I, I want stuff that people are not even thinking about the shipping, you know, they're like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that makes sense. I had, I tried to sell a deep fryer one time and the shipping was like the, uh, as the deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened. So we don't, we try not to let that happen again. That makes sense. And then, uh, What's the backstory and like like the method of retail arbitrage? So the backstory is this: uh, you're you're basically well. It depends. Like if I'm going and retail arbit doing retail arbitrage for like let's say Amazon, I'm looking for items that I can buy in bulk that are that I can buy and you know of course a lot cheaper where I can get my biggest flip of course. Um, but like I tell everybody, if you can flip a hundred percent, man, you're 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 already good, you know. So if I find something like, let's say, um, a whole bunch of, uh, let's say for you know, for instance, topsy turvies, you know, that was one that we that we did one time and uh, sent those in. Uh, I'm looking out for those, so I'll. I'll buy the bulk for like Amazon and then I'll buy like the single items for, you know, for eBay, unless I can flip it, you know, really good on Amazon. Because if I can, if I find a book that sells for like a hundred something, I'm not, I'm not even going to try and put it on eBay. I'm going to send that sucker to Amazon because Amazon also has things that they, you know, things like BSRs, you know, uh, uh, which is the, you know, which is the seller rating. And that, that immediately right there tells you how fast that book is moving or not. You know, so I pay attention to the BSRs, ASIN numbers. Uh, you know, we have other softwares like Keepa. You know, and that that basically tells you price to price to buying ratio, and it shows you a graph. You know, to where the price was at and how many were being bought, and, and it's told to you by BSR level. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that we pay attention to when we're doing bulk. But if it's just like a single item, like or t-shirts and stuff like that you know we're going to ebay or offer up or facebook you know poshmark um and then where do you find these items like do you find it in like a brick and mortar store or is this all um online stuff uh retail arbitrage i, f- I find them in a lot of brick and mortar stores um uh, believe it or not my uh, liquidations and sometimes you can find liquidation items on facebook and, and uh, stuff like that you can find really good stuff and uh, scan them and then see if you're, you know, see if you're, you know, what, you know, what we call wide open to sell. Um, because some items you might be restricted, you know, versus other people are not restricted. So, you know, that's another subject right there too. So, um, but so we're looking for stuff that is not restricted that we can sell. And, um, yeah. And then we're just buying it and sending it in. And what kind of stuff gets restricted? Um, bigger brands like, like right now, like Nike and, you know, like I can't sell like 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 I can't find deals for Nike in brick and mortar stores right now and uh, send them to Amazon. But I have a friend, you know, that can, you know, but I can do that deal and then put them on eBay, 
and I just have to make sure that whatever I put on eBay, on, on eBay, I'm paying attention to the last sale and stuff like that. So can I still do it? Yeah, you can still do it. Don't, don't think for one second that you can't. But you just won't be able to do it on on the Amazon side. You know, some things are restricted. Some things you have to ask for. You know, for you know, like request to you know to sell, and some things will approve on the spot, and some things they won't. So, but as of now, I haven't been hit with anything crazy. Like I'm like, oh my god, I can't sell that. Yeah. You know? And do you feel like um, the consumers or like customers on eBay and Amazon differ? Like, are they do they have a different mindset purchasing, or do you feel like it's generally the same? Oh, well, no, it's not at all because people on Amazon feel a lot more secure. eBay still has the whole, uh, I guess, semi Craigslist like vibe. Black cloud. <laughs> yeah, it still has that black cloud over it that people are like, hmm, I remember those Timberlands, you know what I mean? That, that was not Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so they're like, you sell on what? No way. But um, yeah, so on Amazon, I've I've noticed that, I mean, there's no question. It's like that's like clockwork, you know. Especially if it's new items. Yeah, and they're I, selling fast. I would agree with that. Be- like, I've never had a bad experience on eBay, but like, you know, even just in like my daily thought process of getting something, like Amazon mm-hmm. is like the turnkey, easiest, in your face, consistent option. Yeah, and you got to think like Amazon is. You're basically restocking their listing, so. On eBay, you're making your listing. I mean, can, granted, you can grab listings and you know, you know, you, re, you know, reuse them. But I mean, can you beat an Amazon listing? You know, so really, what you're doing is refilling an Amazon listing, and people are already buying that that listing. It already has a low BSR. It already has reviews. So all you're doing is filling it up and taking your part for filling it up, and Amazon's paying you for that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So makes sense. That's, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> and then do you, um, like I've never dealt with Amazon on the seller status, but do you lose different a, a higher percentage selling through Amazon? Like do they take a bigger cut or is it pretty similar? Oh, yes, they do. If you do FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon, yes, uh, they take a bigger chunk. I want to say it's like 30, like you walk out with like 30, 35%. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I think that's what I've seen around. So that's why a lot of the book guys are selling like incredible amounts of money you know, a month. But if you do FBM, which is fulfilled by merchant, you can secure yourself like, I mean, almost the whole deal. And they'll just take a little piece of of, of the pie versus eBay and OfferUp and Facebook that you can set your own price and you can take your amount and there's nobody taking part of anything, you know? Yeah, do you feel like as you scale up and are just dealing with more stuff, um, like having the Amazon FBA route is like you're almost... It's worth taking the cut for your time to do more. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and plus you're—I mean, you're working with their platform, and I mean, it's just an—you know—it's just an amazing thing right now. Yeah. The 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 Amazon uh, seller account, the Amazon merch side—if you make clothes, I don't even know if they're accepting any more people on you now. But the merch side, the affiliate side, if you're a marketer, you see, see, that's the thing, like FPV people are, are like, man, they're, they work everywhere. So you got to think like they got the affiliate side. So if you fly and you know marketing and you can sell, man, join the affiliate side and try and sell freaking FPV parts on your, on your Instagram. I can teach you how to do that. You know, you know, sell it on your Facebook. You know, you don't have to be sponsored by these guys or affiliates of anybody to sell these products. You know, what I mean, you could just make yourself an affiliate of Amazon. If they're on Amazon, you can sell it. 
Yeah, which is you know, like right now, like you see me, I'm I'm constantly pushing the Emacs um a uh, 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 full set. Why? Because I love that set. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna push it. And Emacs, you know, I love you guys. You know, but I want to push your push your push your push your micro setup, and I think it's an amazing setup for new starters. And I want to angle myself to new starters too. And I think that's an amazing setup. So you'll always see me plugging in that plugging in that affiliate link in there, affiliate link in there, affiliate link in there, which I'm pushing Emacs at the end of the day because I love them. But you know, I'm 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 driving people to a good product, not just like hey, you know, try this one. Yeah, check no, out these like have Zen, Zen U, whatever Asian name. Yeah, Shenzhen Special <laughs> Motors. <laughs> so, yeah, that's an interesting link to FPV because I feel like um, you know, like you were saying, people are like chasing sponsors and stuff like that. Which, depending on what you want to get out of it, like might be a cool thing. Um, and like f- for my front, like I got to think, like I have great sponsors, but it took me a while to get them, and I think. You know, like for most people, like getting 10, 20% off of product or whatever is not as great as what they could achieve, like going through something like this. Um, and like for me, I had a sweet sponsor before I started the Fly Life where I thought it was sweet and then it all went to shit. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to do this on my own, create something that people want to attach themselves to, and then like good things will come. And like it just goes to show that there's a lot of different avenues. Um, like if you just want to basically just hustle and take it there yeah and i want to make it clear like sponsorship is awesome but i i'm speaking to the ones that like because i hear it all the time man the people that get frustrated and they're like oh i can't believe this guy and he flies like this and blah 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 and i'm just like all right you don't have to sit there and gripe you know that you know like you know you can figure this you can just beat them (laughs) yeah or like get better than them or something you know so i'm talking to them you know i mean like and the other guys that are not saying anything, you know, so. Yeah. They're interested, you know, so. And like you were saying, too, like, sponsors are a great thing. And it just depends on what you want out it of is. it. Like, some people want to oh, fly yeah. FPV once a day or once a week, like, throughout the month and have it casual. And then some people come across it and they're like, I want to, you know, take this seriously and do something mm-hmm. with it. And I think, like we have such a small space like fpv is not that big and there's definitely some shining stars but like if you really want to pull it through or like make some money off of it it's not just going to be like flying at the park like you're gonna have to get smart with your moves a little bit yeah and you guys had a good one here recently talking about how to save money on the bills that was pretty good people yeah. should listen to that one buy those year old products from brands you like yeah and keep the same setup like, yeah gosh. Dude, it's so much easier to deal with like I like I speaking of Emacs like uh I still run the LS motors um which a running the same setup is like so much easier to um like keep a back stock of spare parts like Brandy and I have three four quads that are all identical and then it's like hey, let's just buy like five spare motors and it covers all the quads. Which ones do you have the LS 2206s or what? 2207 2400 um but then like uh, i bought a couple more spares a few months ago and then i went on the entire internet and like the ls 2207 2400s are out everywhere so like i hit up a couple buddies and uh one of them had a few laying around so i scooped some off of him but you know like my my ls days are coming to an end so i gotta i gotta figure something out with motors they're hard to find really hard to find yeah at least for me out here 
dude, everywhere I scour the internet and it always grinds my gears when it pops up on a search and then you go to the site and it says out of stock. <laughs> I'm like, I know they're not coming back. Just take it down. <laughs> Stop doing this to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, those were basically all the topics I wanted to cover. Like I, I knew this episode would be loosely about FPV, but I think, um, FPV people, whatever that may be, can learn a lot from like this kind of mindset, you know, like, I think you got a really good thing going. And I think, I don't know, like FPV for a lot of people in the beginning, you know, like Sharpu, um, Schizo and all those guys and like Steel 2 got thrown into the limelight and only a few of them like realized what they had and ran with it and worked harder. Like Steel's a great example. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot of correlations between just like the general hustle setup and uh making a name for yourself in fpv yes sir uh before we get out of here though you'd mentioned uh you got something coming up on skillshare so i want to give you the space to plug that yes um i'll have i'll have a course coming out here on skillshare um that's basically going to explain how to open up your account how to set up well, first of all, you know how to start this off because starting the account is not just that easy. You, you got to have a certain, you know, balls in play to go and start opening up these accounts. Um, but basically, it's it's uh, how to set it up your how to set up your your Amazon retail arbitrage account. Uh, you know how to set it up correctly and basically how to go and source your first item and post it onto the site. Pretty much after that, it's the same process over and over. And you're just doing, you know, like the homework to see, you know, whether whether it's good to invest on it or not. But I want to get out there that it's not that hard, you know, and anyone can do this, you know. Um, there's a lot of people, like even just yesterday, I ran into someone and they didn't even know how to open up a company. And I was like, wow, like I need to show people how to do this. Bro, worst comes to worst, legal zoom that shit. <laughs> 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 I go locally here and pop up another company for twenty six bucks all the time. So, yeah, if you're in Texas, I can get you going in like two days. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Um, and then uh, you know, around that, like to get into that, um, like how much money does a person need to show up with um, to get rolling on that? Not like the Skillshare thing, but just like that kind of avenue of business, like your first product, your first story, your first company. Like, what do you think is like initial investment barrier to entry? Initial investment is is is, and it sounds cliche, okay, but it is true. It's it's how however much you you can and however much you you feel is a good amount to start with. Only thing is, with the amount that you bring in, you're gonna have to stick to certain products and, and a certain certain niches and stuff like that, which you need to understand um, coming out, you know, coming in. But just to start, it's just whatever, whatever it costs in your local state to open up a company, which over here is twenty six dollars, like I said. And I go and go to irs.gov, get my EIN, and open up a bank account for whatever it is, and that doesn't cost, you know, more than twenty five dollars, I think. So you're up twenty five, twenty five, twenty. So you're like fifty one now. So I mean, you know, just to start off, you're less than a hundred bucks. You know, and after that, it's just pure grit. And Dude, that's a, that's a, how that's much a do you want to FPV throw? stack right there? You're good. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, 
I'm flying a twenty by twenty right now, so Emacs again F three. So if you if you want to know, it's a, it's an Emacs F three mini. Yeah. And what would be um, like your amount? Um, like with your experience, what do you think would be like a safe and not risky amount to just like get into it with um, and see like a better turnaround? Uh, like I tell everybody, get a hundred bucks, go to your next garage sale. I mean, it don't cut. Well, you see, everything that we talked about today, um, the only hard one that you know, that, the one that I can say will take a little bit longer and a little bit more steps to open is the Amazon one because Facebook, eBay, Offera, Poshmark, Mer- you know, Mercari, Letgo, which I don't rec- really recommend those two, but you know, you gotta throw them in there because one day they might become something. Uh, Craigslist. All those other ones don't cost anything. You know, you can open up an eBay for nothing, you know? And the Amazon's the only one that's going to be the reoccurring $45 a month so that you can keep the prime going, you know, and you got to learn all the, you know, what I call funny money at first because you're not going to understand how your money's moving at first. Amazon, they, they offer the Amazon University for a reason because it's difficult to understand how the money moves first. Yeah. Um, so it's the only one that would be a little bit of a pain in the butt for someone, but the other ones are free. I mean, you can get going on that tomorrow. Just get a hundred bucks, go to a, go to a garage sale, sit on Facebook instead of sitting on Instagram on your lunch break. You know what I mean? And and uh, do some Facebook. And like I say, you know, like I, like yesterday, I found all those books. Okay, because Dax, you know, he knows I'm, you know, doing my thing or or whatnot, and he sends me a text like all nonchalant. Hey, the school's giving away all these books, and I'm like, I look at the picture, and I'm like, you gotta be joking. It says free, but you know how it is with Facebook. Everybody says free, and it's actually like fifty five dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. So I so we, you know we reached out, and it was really free, you know, and we went over there, and man, we we talked to the lady and scooped them all up. The lady was like, oh, you can take it. I was like, no, I want all the pallets, and she's like, what? So, <laughs> no, all of them. Give me all of them. Not all of them, lady. All of them. It's like, <laughs> so, you know, it's just a matter of going out there and doing it. You know. Hell yeah! Um, and when does your Skillshare class drop? What, do you have like a rough estimate? Oh man, it should be by beef, beef, beef. Oh, man, I want to say before, before the end of summer, it should be out. Oh, that's not too far away. That'll before, be here. That'll yeah, be here in like no away. time. Yeah, because I should be filming and doing all that stuff here soon. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, like I had, like we've had our relationship. I had um, Eye in the Sky clothing on, and it's it's interesting that both clothing companies that I've had on, and really probably the only two that I really know of. Shout out to Dan's dance to but both you guys have like multiple hustles it's not you know like you kind of have a similar kind of mindset even though they're like totally different but it's like this is fpv clothing is just like one piece of the pie Mm -hmm. far out and i do want to say if uh you know another part of the hustle is is this is the the teaching side if you're good at something also you know talking to the fpv pilots out there if you're good at something I mean, I don't care what it is, man. It could be plumbing, like for real. If you're really good at it, do some freaking videos and teach people how to do simple stuff. You know, like the five steps to unplug a turd from your 50-yard out pipe, whatever. I don't know, whatever it is. Step Come up one, with that video and don't you're eat see. that Chipotle anymore. 
people people are going to pay to learn this is the this is the era where where more people are paying to learn than they are going to school you know what i mean yeah, they no. want that immediate knowledge. Like, I don't need the backstory, like the lineage. I just want like the, what I need yeah. to solve this problem. Yeah. Yep. 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 So take advantage of that because that's that's another route that I always tell people. I mean, maybe you're not a hustler, maybe you're not a people person because you got to be kind of a people person to be out here and try to make these deals. But maybe you're not. You know, what I mean, maybe you're somebody who wants to teach someone and, and be like, you know, can I make money like that? Well, people are realizing now that you can monetize what you know teaching on other platforms rather than the big one that everybody uses now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so true yeah yeah because you're getting paid now per user rather than you are getting per benchmark yeah you know what i mean so you're like working all this stuff for these benchmarks and you're like ah, you know and you're not getting paid nearly as much as you think you should you know so rather on the other side you got these people that are hungry to see you again and they're paying you know they're, yeah, you know, they're they're paying monthly subscriptions. Yeah, and I noticed, you know, I noticed that too with uh, the podcast. Cause I opened up like monthly subscriptions and a Patreon, and like try to get all these avenues. And going into it, I had like some doubts. I was like, man, do really do people really want to like pitch money towards something to listen to it? But like, to my surprise, and thank you to all the listeners that have pledged. But like, there's some real people out there that are like, no, I want to you know, put forth to keep listening to this and like make it happen. And I think sometimes like you were saying, you know, it's like a lonely game. Um, you get stuck in like this little bubble and it's easy to forget that there's people out there, you know, actually 8 billion people and a good chunk of them probably want to know something about this. Yep. And you did a good job jumping out, jumping off, bro. Like I say, (laughs) jump off the cliff, jump off, man. Um, (laughs) Well, sweet, man. I really appreciate you doing this episode. You make some killer gear. I appreciate all the t-shirts that you've sent out, and I love repping the Quad X stuff, so thank you, man. Yeah, we've been quiet, but we got some stuff that has been brewing, a lot of collabs and stuff like that that have been working in the background, so we are going to be turning on that light switch here very soon again. Got that Pepsi collab or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> When I do, I'm a caller at you, though. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Spin One for connecting me with this with this smart man right now. Yeah, shout out to Spin One, man. Javier is such a good guy. Uh, I know he hasn't been flying because he also jumped off the cliff and decided yes, sir. to yes, sir. take his own hustle. But he is. I since I met him, I bought a Honda Accord, and he has been a lifeline a few times. Yeah, man. <laughs> I actually uh, um, was uh, was really. I mean, like, you know, like every step of the way that he was going into jumping off, um, I don't want to say that he like, you know, completely, you know, that, that like called me or anything, but like, I, I, I was aware of every step he was on and I was like, yo, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Oh, you're going to do what? All right, let's do it. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, I know you can do it. Of all people, I know you can. You yeah. Know? Like that's kind of, so do it. When you, when I met him and like got to know him a bit, like, I mean, he's like, uh, like a morally and just like as a friend a great person but uh you can tell that dude is just like he knows how to work hard oh yeah we've known each other since like sixth grade so no way that long oh yeah i've i've known javier since sixth grade i was a skater kid with the with the dreads and stuff and yeah so he, and, and, uh, he so was on the same Spanish front speaking. he's watched the whole change of you oh yeah he's seen me man <laughs> yeah. he can tell you some stories <laughs> yeah <I bet. laughs> uh that's right, that man. He's, I didn't he's, realize you guys knew each other that dad. long. Yeah, he's a good dad, man. He's such a good dad. Yeah, man. Uh, like, 
you know, shout out to my mom and my great childhood. But sometimes I look at his Insta stories and I'm like, damn, dude, Disney World again? <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't gone. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom, what'd you do to me? Yeah. Um, but where can people find you on social media? Plug all your things. You can go through the roof with it. Okay, so you can find my, my personal page at uh, Daddy Hustler, which is just uh, D-A-D-D-Y-H-S-T-L-R. Uh, you can find uh, 24-Hour Cabling at 24-Hour Cabling and, of course, at Quad underscore X. That's the, that's the apparel company. You can find me there at all times. Uh, there's going to be a lot more ads coming out soon, so <laughs> just just uh, stay tuned. You know, Follow me, and uh, I like to um, just bring people in and let them see you know, an honest view of like where you know, where you could be if you just jump off, you know? Yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you doing the show. This was awesome. You got a good thing going and, uh, I'm excited to check out that Skillshare course, uh, out of curiosity, but maybe more always down to see the hustle. Yeah, man. Check it out. We'll do. Um, I'll reach out to you as soon as it, as soon as I publish it and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, it'll be the first thing I ever publish because I don't even have a YouTube. I don't, I don't have any of that, really. I, I, I literally have to turn this switch on. <laughs> yeah, that's. That, that, I've been told for a long time. You need to. You need to. And I'm like one step at a time. Like, you know how many things I do. Like, yeah, I feel you. Like, there's. I get the same thing. Like, you need to do this. You should have done this. But like, I think there's a balance between like, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. You know, like I'm not trying to yeah. just like wing it and get it done. I'd rather like get some shit done and then take the time to do it right. Yeah, man. Take some pride. Um, yeah, because I'm sure that, I mean, you're already a busy person, but, like, dealing with, like, just adding another avenue of shit to deal with is probably crazy. Mm-hmm. It's 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 better to just shine at what you're, what, what you're doing right now, you know? That time will come. Bro, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Hero Dreams of Sushi on Netflix, but that's, like, uh, my religion of just, like, do one thing and get really good at it, and they will come, and then you can do the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet, man. Well, uh, this will be out next week. If you have any question or anything like that, feel free to hit me up. But next week, we can blast this on social media. All right, bro. Give me a holler, man, whenever you want to do this again. Will do, man. You have a good night, and thanks again. Peace. All right, buddy. Peace.